The following program contains views and opinions which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but I am in the studio for them, and that should make them more fun. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Three, two, one. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't, but we could if we decide to be doers and not just hearers of the word. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Well, that's because people give, and if they don't keep giving, we won't. How about that? Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow, real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavily talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. You know, we could just stop there and walk off the air. (laughs) Just like, we're done. Goodbye. We don't know what we're doing. Uh, That's for sure. We have no idea what's going to happen. I can absolutely affirm that. And we don't care. Yeah, not that much. But we do want to make sure that you understand that for the next few minutes, we want to talk faith with one another. So I want to talk faith with you. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, going through that process where things change. They're not the way that you think they're going to be. And you still need to walk hand in hand with the Lord with this weird thing called trust. You have to walk hand in hand with the Lord while something's going on in your life and you're thinking, I would do that different. (laughs) That's fantastic. But trust says, but God would do it best. That's what trust is. So if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want you to let it die of loneliness. If you've got a prayer request or a praise report, we want you to be able to reach out to us. And then in the next segment, we'll do our Bible trivia. But in the meantime, you can call us. Oh, my. Oh, my. It's so fun. You can call us, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you do make that phone call, by the way, Captain Chris will answer that phone, and when he does answer that phone, you know you're sailing in the right direction. Boy, I haven't had a chance to say that for a while. It's kind of nice, right? Uh, Bottom line is, you reach out to us. We'll be glad to put you on the air. Here's the thing about the show. People want to call, and I know a lot of people want to call in and complain about this, that, or whatever. If you want three weeks of complaining, I'll just tell you about my last five weeks. And we'll just spend the whole time listening to Dave go, that's no fun. How is that good? That's not good. You know what we'll do? Let's talk about the faithfulness of God, the the faithfulness that he holds with us in spite of ourselves. That might be a good approach. Anyway, if you want to reach out to the the show, 
by phone. You can do that today, 972-445-0770. You can also text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. The same phone that I was using in my house, I'm using right here. It's right here on the desk. Plus, you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org, which leads us to the website. And you know, if I'm feeling it, I'm going to talk to you about it. I'm feeling it. Bottom line is we need a little bit more in the finances. We've been doing pretty good. We've had some new givers, which is always nice. But we need to make sure to take care of the bill and that there's enough for me to go back and forth. And then, of course, Noel and I like to eat. Those are things we like. Do the best you can. If you can't do anything, don't worry. Okay? This is what we trust the Lord for. But we do expect you to pray for us. So in the meantime, just have fun and go to the website, hemustincrease.org. Website, hemustincrease.org, hemustincrease.org. Email david at hemustincrease.org. Facebook, he must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. Okay, jokey artichoke. I want to give some props out to certain people. First of all, I want to thank Jennifer, who's been doing a fantastic job helping everything go uh, smoothly. She actually brought uh, helped me with my bag today and brought me my tea, and that's important. I know you don't think it's important. Believe me, it's important. And then a big, big, big shout-out to Chris, who's been doing a fantastic job on Friday because we had such uh, technical problems. He was the one that picked the show that filled in for me because we couldn't keep doing it by phone, and I listened to that uh actual episode and you picked a that was great that was just a great pick i was like good job and then he had the good ins and outs and that was just a good way to do it so very very happy with how everybody did okay in the meantime as most of you know we are in the book of colossians we are towards the end of the book of colossians we'll do our little teach on colossians and then in the next segment, we'll do a Bible trivia. You get a chance to call in then. But in the meantime, I want you to catch this. There's a couple of cool things in the Scripture. Here's what it says, and we will pick it up. We're Basically, we're picking it up at verse 7. It says, Tichius will tell you all the news about me. He is a beloved brother, a faithful minister, and a fellow servant of the Lord. I have sent him to you for this very purpose— well, why, Paul? Why'd you send him? That you may know about us, okay, and that he may encourage your hearts. Okay, this is not rocket science. My brother, who's involved, brother-in-law, who's involved in rocket science, is with my uh, in-laws right now. They're all in Mexico, in Cancun, Mexico, having a good time, and uh, we're very appreciative for that. Some of us couldn't go because of a broken leg or a twisted leg or a surgical leg, whatever. We'll just move on from that. Here's the bottom line: there are two main reasons Paul wrote this letter and sent. Tychius to bring this to them. Number one, that people may know how he's doing. I know this is crazy, but if you're from a Jewish home, you will you will uh, appreciate this. If you're not from a Jewish home at a distance, you will understand this. It was my mom who would say on the regular basis, you know, they do all these stereotypes for Jewish mothers. Well, they didn't come out of nowhere. And so some of the stereotypes were, you never call. Right? Did you ever hear that one? Most people hear that now. You, know, you never call. I never hear from you. I don't know what's going on. You don't call me. And then you go, fine, Mom. I'm calling you now. What's going on? What does she say? Don't ask. <laughs> that's the first line that comes out. Why? Because that's how they do. They tell you dramatically there's a lot of stuff going on and I need to share. 
Guess what? You, I know this is going to be crazy. Get ready. You're going to think I'm nuts. It's okay. You need to share with people how you're doing. You can't keep all the stuff that's going on in your life bottled up inside of you. Now, of course, you share it with the Lord, and you should share everything. I mean, he's the one that knows, knows all the bad stuff, too. You might as well just pour it out there and tell him everything. But you do need human outlets. You do need places to go. One of the reasons that you hear us on this show promote you going to a local church is because that's a place to get connected and to be able to share and to identify and find other brothers and sisters who become friends in many ways to share and carry your burdens with you. You have to be able to outpour where uh, you know what's in your heart, and you have to be a vehicle for people to import what's on, import what's on their heart. So by going and by being a part of that fellowship, so Tychius is being sent there. And Paul's like going, look, I'm sending him to you so you can know everything that's going on with us. I just want you guys to know what's going on. It's a lot of stuff. And then people would hear that information. that Oh, they're jumping all over Paul to give him a hard time. Or, oh, he's having a hard time in finances. Or, oh, he's having a hard time because this brother abandoned him. We need to be praying for him, for people to stand by him and strengthen him. That's a big part of what Paul wanted to take place or transpire from the letter being sent. Excuse me. So what I want you to get is that you are a part of that system. It's a system called fellowship. And for those that don't know, fellowship are two people in the same boat. It's a fellowship. You see what I'm saying? You're in the same boat. And the idea is to share it with one another so that you, watch this, you can unload what's in you and have other people help you carry it and that they can unload on you so you can help them carry it. And that's fulfilling the law of Christ when you bear one another's burdens, according to Galatians, and so fulfill the law of Christ. The second thing that Paul said was, I sent them to you for this very purpose that you may know about us and that he may encourage your hearts. I don't know why the gift of encouragement is not listed as one of the dominant uh, gifts, okay? Because if you're from a Pentecostal charismatic background, people talk about tongues and word of knowledge and word of wisdom and gifts of miracles and so on and so forth. If you're uh, from more of a Baptocostal, uh, people talk about administration, wisdom, guidance, uh, being able to bring things in order. Well, witnessing, of course, is on both sides. That's not a problem. But let me explain something to you. The gift of encouragement is one of the greatest gifts there is. It's mentioned in the Old Testament, mentioning that those that encourage others will also themselves be encouraged. But it's what all of us need is every once in a while, you need somebody to pat you on the back and go, that a boy. You just need it. And it doesn't have to be, you know, <clears throat> I'm going to say this real quick. I don't care about the woke culture, the PC culture. I don't care about any culture. Sometimes you just need somebody to say, you're doing a great job, man. Cool stuff. And that just makes you appreciate the effort that you're putting in that you're being appreciated and it's encouraging and sometimes a word of encouragement can be uh, a little smart like smarty pantsy kind of stuff like uh, you got to stop doing that man that's a bad thing right that's that's also encouragement because sometimes you're being encouraged not to do something that you know you shouldn't be doing anyway and so the idea behind all of this is to be that kind of person that is open to, connected to, willing to share and encourage others, share your heart. And that's what Paul's all, he's all about this. He's all about, look, I'm sending tickets to you. He's going to share with you what's going on. And the dude's going to encourage you. And you know, they're reading that letter going, all right. <laughs> nobody's depressed about that. They're happy. 
I'm not talking about people that look at websites. I'm talking about people that read the Bible. All right, there we go. I right, take our short break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Jonathan and David were closely knit, and David made a commitment to Jonathan, and Jonathan said, I I want you to make sure you're not going to take any kind of wrath or any kind of vengeance on my kids, on my family, on my... Uh, people, and David made that commitment. What I want you to get in 2 Samuel chapter 4, verse 4, is that Mephibosheth is an offspring of Jonathan, and he was crippled, or he was lame. He couldn't walk properly. He couldn't, you know, function properly. He was at a tremendous disadvantage. And I remember when the preacher in North Phoenix Baptist Church looked at his audience, and just to give you an idea how big this church was, it, it, the, the auditorium seated like about 5,000. So it's like huge, right? And he looked at, he looks around at everybody. And then he says this. He said, you are Mephibosheth. And I was thinking, what? <laughs> what? And he goes, you, and he, you know, I'm thinking in my mind, but he's just he's preaching, and he's a, oh, was he just one of the best preachers. You are Mephibosheth. You are lame and unable to walk without help. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Here you go. Here's your first trivia question. These questions will not be all that difficult, but they will be surrounding the Old Testament in the book of Genesis. Got to get things going. Got to start off right, and uh, Genesis would be the way to do that. Thank you. Jacob's son, his 
firstborn was Reuben. True or false? Is there a connection to Jacob's firstborn and that famous pastrami sandwich? That is the question. That's right. I said it. Is there a connection? True or not true? Good thing about that is you got a 50-50 opportunity. That's kind of nice. Uh, his son, now, 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 I should say, his son's name, his first son's name, Jacob's first son's name, was Reuben. The, the, the part about the sandwich was a joke. Okay, so I don't want anybody getting upset with me. All right, now I get to do DNA only live. So that's amazing. DNA, our DNA is straightforward. Uh, it's not the best DNA. It's not the wisest DNA. It's not the smartest DNA or any of that stuff. It's just our DNA. It starts off with the D and then the N and then the A. The D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. I cannot tell you daily. You cannot afford to live in this world and not spend time with God daily or you will get swallowed up. It's just a great way to think of it. N, never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed, even if you don't fully get it. Never be ashamed of Jesus and his words. He knows what he's doing. Uh, God created the universe. Watch this. The dude can write a book. Okay? All right. A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means that you are aware of God and what he is doing and his processes through the day, and you're also aware of other people and their needs, and you're a willing uh, vessel, a conduit between God and those people that puts you in a place of loving your neighbor like you love yourself because that's what you want from other people. Always be ready to serve. So DNA, draw closer to the Lord daily. D, and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. And A, always be ready to serve. Good job, Chris. Appreciate that. All right, now the trivia question. Now, some people are sending it in, and I'm warning you. Is that a nice, is that a nice way to say it? Some of you are getting it wrong, so I want to make sure that you double-check. The question is Jacob's son. Is this true or false? Reuben was Jacob's firstborn. Okay, true or false? Many of you got it right, but some of you got it wrong. So I'm giving you a chance to kind of double check. If you're sitting there going, well, was that wrong person me? Well, then look it up. It's Genesis. It's right there. You can find it. I know you can. All right, is there anything else we need to cover? Can't think of anything. I can go right back into this. This portion is just like, oh, lights out. I mean, lights out. I like lights out. All right. By the way, if you know the answer to that trivia question, I should tell people you can call in. Uh, see, you can call in. I'm so used to not doing that now. Uh, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. That's the number you would call. Or you can text in 214-210-8483, 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. Trivia question, straightforward. Jacob's first kid, is his name Reuben? Yes or no? True or false? We'll say his name is Reuben. True or false? That's all it. All right. Uh, if we don't get an answer on the phone by then, we will uh, give that answer to you. In the meantime, I'm going to go back to the text. Kind of going to do our ramp up, which we typically do, which helps you understand the whole process of the text here. It says in Colossians chapter seven, uh, chapter 4, verse 7, eh, I make mistakes. Tichius will tell you all the news about me. He is a beloved brother, faithful minister, and a fellow servant of the Lord. I've sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may 
know about us and that he might encourage your hearts. Mm, good. Verse 9. With him... Oh, oh, with him? Oh, somebody's coming with him. With him, I am sending Onesimus. Okay? You think an Onesimus? Well, that sounds like a familiar name. Just think of the book of Philemon, and you know where it's coming from. That's who he's talking about. I am sending Onesimus, our faithful and beloved brother, who is one of you. They will tell you about everything here. Now you're sitting there, and you must understand that these people, they know each other a little bit. And so when Paul says, look, I'm going to send Tychius to you, he's going to get there, and he's going to give you a lot of information. By the way, with him, I'm sending Onesimus. Ding, 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 ding. Onesimus? Isn't that the guy that ran away from Philemon? Isn't that that bad guy? Oh, he's going to send that guy with him too? Let me explain to you one thing that Christianity is better at than all the other quote-unquote faiths and a thousand times better than all the other government programs could ever imagine. Onesimus was thought of poorly. He was, um, uh, by definition, not just a slave. That would just be a status. He robbed, according to what we see in the Scripture. He was unfaithful. Most uh, people that were in the Scripture, just so you can know, uh, they, they would think of Onesimus as bad seed. <laughs> is that a nice way to say? I can't, I don't, is that, am I communicating that well? Kind of a bad seed. Like the, the dude's out Friday night in places he shouldn't be. You know, nothing good happens after 11. He's out after 11 every night. Okay, it's like that kind of thing. But Paul does something, and it's very important for you and I to understand this. And he says this. Onesimus, our faithful and beloved brother, who is one of you? What happens is when you become born again, you are not the same person. Why would you say that, Dave? But hence the term born again. Okay, see how that would work? See, see, born again. See, there's another you now. And the other other you, that's very important about the other you, that's the new you. And Paul is telling the people that might have a predisposition uh, of a negative attitude toward Onesimus to say, stop that. He's a brother in the Lord, and a brother or a sister in the Lord are fully received. They're not judged by what they did prior. They're not judged by the categories you people put them in. This is a brother in the Lord. He is a beloved brother. He's been faithful, and this is the key, and he's one of you. So instead of looking down on people, which too many holier-than-thou people do, they look down on other people because they're not as classy as we are. you got to stop that, okay? There's going to be people from all different tribes and all different nations and all different groups, and some of them are going to be from different groups than you've ever been a part of, and they're still one of you, and you need to have that attitude. In Jesus— it merges, okay? In true salvation, an authentic follower of Jesus Christ is your relative, one you can never get rid of, okay? That's a nice way to put it. Got somebody ready to answer to you? Okay, here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? 
Hey, David, it's your friend, Sam. How are you? I am doing fantastic, Sam. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. So uh, how's the prayers working for your surgery? Well, um, so I've gone through two of them. That's two more than I wish I had. Uh, The second one, I really didn't want to go through, but that was kind of my own fault. But I'm doing good because my wife is doing the perfect example of a nurse ratchet that you've ever seen in your life. And every time I step out of line, she goes, and that's a good thing because I don't want to go through a third surgery. So she's been really tough on me. But it's been really good because without that, I probably would have already messed it up. (laughs) We've been praying for you and we'll be keep praying for your full recovery. That's what I need. I need. And he told me he was super nice. He goes, Dave, he goes, you're you're you're. Your kneecap right now is like a wet tissue. He goes, how hard is it to tear wet tissue? I go, not very. He goes, exactly. <laughs> like, okie dokie. <laughs> Good to know. All right, my friend. So we've got a question for our, 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 our brother Jacob, his first child, Ruben. True or false? Uh, it's true. That is correct, Amanda! You are 100% correct, and I, I see, I knew as soon as I said the sandwich part of it, some people would have a hard time with it, but it is true. I do like a Reuben sandwich, so I can't help it. And so it's like one of those things, it's like, yes, it's true, that's his firstborn. Good job, brother. Now, I assume you knew that right away, did you? Uh, well, actually, I didn't call the question while I, when I turned it on, so I asked the, uh, your uh, Captain, Captain Chris. Yeah, <laughs> Captain Chris. Yeah. So I said I might have an answer. So, <laughs> so you were you were 50-50 one way or another. That's the good part of it, right? Because yeah, it was true because or false. I didn't ask the whole question when yeah. I turned it on. So yeah, good job though, my brother. Excellent work. And then we got you. Uh, we're praying for you, and everybody should keep on praying for you. And hopefully this week or next week we'll get you on, give you a chance just to share, give you a few extra minutes, and you'll get oh, to okay. share with all the stuff that's going on in your life. And, and how can everybody be praying for you? Oh, just keep praying God's provision. And uh, Yeah, th- there's one issue, just praying that may the Lord just resolve that or bring an answer. Yeah, I'm kind of a little anxious about that. Uh, I don't want to share on air, but... Okay, but just Lord, Lord knows my 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 concern. You got it, absolutely, my brother. We will be in prayer for you. Everybody goes through that. We know we don't need to be anxious, but we do it anyway. So you yeah. know we'll be in prayer for you. Okay. Yeah. Lord, things I've been learning is if I'm a human and if I'm breathing, then there is anxiety. There is. There, gotcha. I feel it you. Doesn't matter you are walking with the Lord or not. But the good thing is when you're walking with the Lord, there is that he is walking with us as a good shepherd. So that, that's the benefit of uh, knowing the Lord. Amen. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you, David. God bless. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a short break. Then we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Moving is hard. It's a moment that everyone dreads. But wait, there's an answer. Jesus can help. And for the moving parts, Men of God Moving is there for you. 
Men of God Moving is a full-service Christian moving company that is locally owned and operated, serving the entire Dallas and Fort Worth area. Men of God Moving helps with homes, apartments, offices, long and short distance relocations, and so much more. They offer packing and unpacking services, loading and unloading, assembling and disassembling, plus many other helpful services. Tell them you heard it on the David Spoon Experience and receive a substantial discount. Substantial means a whole bunch. Call them at 817-707-7672 or go to their website, menofgodmoving.com. That's menofgodmoving.com. And check them out on Facebook. The Lord's Word says, Serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not men. Ephesians 6, 7. Allow men of God moving the privilege of serving you. And listen to Johnny Hill, the owner, often on the David Spoon Experience. To hear his testimony, reach out to men of God moving. Johnny's testimony will move you. God bless. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Do you know how you keep going? Do you know how you keep putting one foot in front of the other? Do you know how you don't give up? Do you know how you don't quit even though you want to quit? You fix your eyes on Jesus. You see with God. When Peter went out of that boat and stepped on that water, there is no natural principle in the world, in, in, in any normal universe, that would allow Peter to walk on water. But he did one thing well. He looked at Jesus. And as he was looking at Jesus, the Bible says he walked on the water. He looked at his situation just focusing at Jesus. Then he took his eyes off of Jesus, and he saw the winds and the waves, and he sank. He lost the correct attitude when he stopped seeing with Jesus in the picture. Whatever you see, whatever you face, whatever you encounter, do not see it or face it in the natural. For we walk by faith and not by sight. So everything you see, you must insert the picture of Jesus. The David Spoon Experience.